Get set for this episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites, where we'll break down your revision into fun, bite-sized chunks while having a few laughs along the way. For more in-depth online learning, head on over to snaprevise.co.uk and see how our intelligent platform can transform your revision and help you score better grades with less stress. Here's the show. Today, we're talking about lipids, which are organic molecules composed mostly of carbon and hydrogen with some oxygen. Large complex molecules, macromolecules, although they are not polymers, and non-polar molecules, and therefore do not dissolve in water. There are two main types of lipid. Triglycerides, which are a good source of energy, for example, oils, fats, and phospholipids, which play a structural role in cell membranes. Lipids are sort of why we have the expression, like water off a duck's back, as the oil in their feathers helps water to roll straight off. Let's look at the structure of triglycerides. A triglyceride molecule is formed from one molecule of glycerol and three fatty acids. Glycerol is an organic alcohol, which has three hydroxyl, written dash OH, groups. Fatty acids are organic acids that have a carboxyl, written dash COOH, group, joined to a hydrocarbon tail. They're a type of carboxylic acid. Next, let's look at ester bonding, condensation, and hydrolysis. A triglyceride molecule is formed by joining one molecule of glycerol to three fatty acids through three condensation reactions. A triglyceride can also be broken down into glycerol and three fatty acids through three hydrolysis reactions. In ester condensation reactions, a condensation reaction forms water as one oxygen atom and two hydrogen atoms are removed from the glycerol and fatty acid. Three condensation reactions are needed to make a triglyceride, forming three molecules of water. The bond formed between the glycerol and the fatty acid is called an ester bond. Triglycerides, therefore, contain three ester bonds. Now, let's look at ester hydrolysis reactions. The hydrolysis of a triglyceride requires three molecules of water as three oxygen atoms and six hydrogen atoms are added to the triglyceride. This breaks the three ester bonds of the triglyceride molecule, forming glycerol and three fatty acids. Next, let's look at saturated and unsaturated fatty acids. Fatty acids can be of different types. Saturated, where there are no carbon double bonds, written C equals C, and the molecule has as many hydrogen atoms as possible. Unsaturated, where there is at least one carbon double bond, therefore the molecule contains fewer hydrogen atoms than is maximally possible. One carbon double bond is therefore monosaturated. More than one carbon double bond is therefore polyunsaturated. The carbon double bonds in unsaturated hydrocarbon chains cause the fatty acid tails to bend and push the molecules apart slightly. That's a charming image, isn't it? All those cute little fatty acid tails, just like puppies. These C equals C bonds are said to be kinked. So, an unsaturated fatty acid takes up more space than a saturated fatty acid. 
This causes unsaturated fats to have lower melting points. Now onto functions of triglycerides. Triglycerides have key roles in respiration. They can be broken down into glycerol and fatty acids, which can then be used in respiration to produce ATP. They release lots of energy in respiration due to a large number of carbon-hydrogen bonds, which are broken down. Because water is released when the components of triglycerides are broken down during respiration, they are also a good source of water for metabolic reactions. So, if you are out jogging with a friend, you could impress them if they say, can we stop? I'm out of breath. By explaining while you take a break, in detail, the role of triglycerides. Don't worry if they look at you strangely. They'll be fascinated. In fact, triglycerides are excellent molecules for energy storage, even better than one of those jogging bags hipsters wear. They provide the most energy per unit mass of any storage molecule, giving them a low mass-to-energy ratio. They are large and non-polar, and so insoluble in water meaning that they do not affect the osmotic balance of cells in the body. Okay, let's explore phospholipid structure. Phospholipids are similar in structure to triglycerides. However, one of the fatty acids is replaced by a phosphate molecule. A condensation reaction between the hydroxyl-OH groups on phosphoric acid and glycerol creates a phosphate ester bond and forms a molecule of water. The phosphate group and glycerol molecule are together called the head of the phospholipid, and the fatty acid chains are called the tails. But don't flip a molecule to decide who's going to kick off a football match, as you will probably lose it in the grass. The phospholipid head is hydrophilic, so it interacts with, is attracted to, water. Given the chance, it will spend ages in the bath, so make sure you have yours first. The fatty acid tails are hydrophobic, so they are repelled by water molecules but readily mix with fats. Therefore, they orient themselves away from water molecules, and when you are revising, just think of them as generally having poor personal hygiene. Finally, we'll look at the phospholipid bilayer. The polar nature, hydrophilic and hydrophobic ends of the phospholipids cause them to form a bilayer in water. The phospholipid bilayer is an integral part of all membranes in a cell. In a phospholipid bilayer, the hydrophilic heads form two rows on the outside, while the hydrophobic tails are sheltered in the middle. The non-aqueous environment created by the close packing of the hydrophobic tails on the inside of the bilayer makes the cell membrane partially permeable. This partial permeability of the phospholipid bilayer controls the passage of substances across the membrane, much like a doorman at a nightclub. Charged molecules, which are dissolved in water, cannot pass through the membrane, as if they were dressed too casually. Small, non-polar molecules, like oxygen and carbon dioxide, can easily pass through the membrane, which is seen as unfair by other molecules, especially if they've been waiting in line for ages. The partial permeability also allows the membrane to act as an electrical insulator. It insulates against charge because charged ions cannot pass through the phospholipid bilayer. So, 
That's a quick look at fats and some of their personal habits. That's it for today's episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites. Are you looking for some extra help to improve your grades but can't bear the thought of forking out £50 an hour for a private tutor? Neither can we, and that's why we built SnapRevise. SnapRevise is an intelligent platform that provides high-quality, tailored support that is more effective than private tutoring and is available anytime, anywhere, for a fraction of the cost. We have a whole range of amazing resources to suit all learning types, from bite-sized videos, self-marking quizzes, to mini-revision guides and predicted exam packs. We've built extremely smart technology that accelerates your learning by finding your knowledge gaps and filling them. And we have on-site tutors who are available to answer your questions 24-7, so you're never left in the dark. Head on over to snaprevise.co.uk or download our app and get your free trial now. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can get the latest podcasts as soon as they come out. And while you're at it, leave us a review and give us a rating so we can keep bringing you as many free, high-quality podcasts as possible. See you next time.